Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour with your host, Sam Leibowitz. Good morning, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We have quite an interesting show in store for you. Happy September. Yes, it is uh, now the sort of unofficial beginning of the fall season, even though it does not feel like it at all here in New York City. Uh, It's uh, actually quite warm. (laughs) It feels like we're getting a late summer. So uh, it's why don't we get going with our show today? We have on the line our remote contributor, Selena Matreyer, with her thoughts on practical spirituality for the week. Selena, how are you this week? I'm fabulous, Sarah. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So what do we have to tantalize our audience today? Well, I wanted to share today a practice that's extremely easy, very accessible, and extremely powerful. It will change the negative energy in each of our worlds and on the grand international stage as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I'm going to share with everyone is we're going to today, what we're going to do is we're going to turn judgment into blessing. Judgment. And practical spirituality is really based on the concept that each one of us is responsible for responding to life. All of the craziness that goes on in the world and in our individual lives, we have, you know, we can't control that, but we have everything to do with how we choose to respond to that. And so this practice, which is called Shafora Keys, is a wonderful practice that each one of us can take. And this is all we do. We all have judgment. We all, if we, if we could watch all the judgment that takes place within our life stream every day, we would be amazed at how many times we, have, we, we judge. We judge ourselves, we judge other people. And each one of those judgments creates, obviously, negative energy. So what I'm going to um, suggest everybody do is put your attention on noticing the judgment when you judge yourself and you say, oh, why did I say that? Or you see somebody um, else and you, you find yourself judging something someone else said or the way they dress or how they act, very simply notice the, notice the judgment and then very quietly say to yourself, or if you're by yourself, you want to say it out loud, say the word, Tahora Ki, Tahora Ki. Tahora Ki. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Tahora Ki, which is a Jewish expression, yes? Exactly. It's a blessing. It's an actual blessing. The words translate into Sam. She, the soul, is pure. So instead of beating yourself up for having judgment or missing the judgment and letting it go out to the universe and, and have all that energy of, of not the not good energy go out, notice it and turn it into a blessing. Turn it into an opportunity to bless not only the person who might be involved, but bless yourself. So you're blessing you and you're blessing the, the person that you had judgment around or the situation. So you're noticing your judgment. That's going to be the harder part. And then you're just quietly saying this beautiful word, Tahora Ki. And while we can't handle what's happening on the global stage, each one of us has a part in bringing the light into the world. And when we bless, turn a judgment into a blessing, that's real huge work. So, so basically what you're saying is that when we're sort of faced with a uh, challenging interaction with someone, or or even if it's not challenging, just our own sort of challenge that our own mind brings us all the time of how we um, how we we sort of criticize other people, even just walking down the street. How, oh, look at how that one dresses. Oh, I can't believe they wore that. Or oh, I can't believe that person did that. As opposed to just allowing it to sort of sit in judgment instead look at it as a, a blessing in some way look at it as a lesson look at it as as something to learn from and and bless the person instead of judge them exactly and we don't have to involve our mind we don't have to learn from anything all we do is automatic you see the judgment you send the blessing you see the judgment you send the blessing and you might be seeing the judgment several times several minutes several times a day you send the blessing uh. automatic 
So just uh, allow it to become an automatic practice. Absolutely. Daily moment-to-moment Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, wonderful, Selena. Thank you so much for that little uh, tip, that little exercise to do. I'll, I'll definitely practice it this week, and we'll see how, uh, how things go next week. And, uh, and we also have a little announcement, don't we? Yes, Um, because those of you who like our little uh, practical spirituality tips, uh, Selena will actually be coming here to our Double Diamond Wellness Center and doing an evening of grace on October 1st, uh, which is a Wednesday evening from uh, 7 to 9 p.m. And this will be a a free event. So thank you so much, Selena, for uh, um, sharing your gifts with our audience. My pleasure, Sam. Okay, great. We will talk to you next week, Selena. Okay, have a great week, everyone. Thanks, Okay, Jen. you too. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Wonderful. Well, I hope you're enjoying these practical spirituality tips of the week. I know it was a little noisy there. I think she's at a, she wasn't home today. She was out at a remote location. Um, but uh, definitely you can find out all about her on her website, which is selinamatreya.com. So let us get to our main guest for the hour. Um, and I'm very happy and pleased to ha- welcome Joan Maranakis Kaufman. Uh, Joan has been a psychologist, a therapist, a workshop leader for over 30 years. And she is also the author of the brand new book, High Velocity Consciousness, Deprogramming from Fear and Societal Mind Condition in a Techno-Media World. Her background includes a Master's of Science in Psychology. She has several certifications in psychosynthesis. Ooh, I have to ask her about that. EMDR, which we're very familiar with here at the Double Diamond Wellness Center. And the Lashan Healing Method. I'm not familiar with Lashan. And so we're here to to sort of talk about how uh, we can achieve a higher consciousness in this fast-paced, crazy world we live in where things seem to be changing faster and faster every day. Right, John? Mm Mm-hmm. I'd like to continue the uh, thought of practical spirituality, which is what my book is about. Uh Um, My focus is that spirituality, the way it's used, Mm -hmm. needs to include the negative as well. Mm, Uh, Not to get caught up in the negative, but Mm -hmm. to notice it. Uh. So we need to do both. Mm -hmm. If you have a choice of looking at the positive Mm -hmm. in life, which we call in Greek kephi. Kephi is a word that is used. It's like an, uh, from the soul. It's mm-hmm. like a passionate kind of expression of the soul. It's when right. two people laugh together uh-huh. and you're very close to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kephi. Okay. If you dance at Zorba, uh. had to dance, <laughs> he couldn't, words didn't fit. Right. That's kephi. Gotcha. So, um, you need to deal with the negative and the positive as well. That's mm. what my book is about. You have seven steps that lead you to doing it every day mm. and uh, noticing what's wonderful in the world because the world is crazy. Yes, yes, it is. It's crazy and there are terrible things happening. Mm-hmm. You can't ignore them mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. You have to look at them and say, this is negative. This is a judgment. This is bad. But you have to move on to, if you have a choice of the positive or the negative, it's the positive. But you must do both. Mm. You must recognize that the world is crazy. Okay. That we have a choice to look at the positive or the negative. And that's what my book is about. Okay. Wonderful. We'll we'll get into that uh, aplenty. Um, But I'm just curious. I mean, you've sort of approach things from a very spiritual sort of consciousness point of view were you always like that have you been steeped in sort of spiritual studies your entire life I mean coming from you know a master's in psychology I mean that's sort of a very uh, uh, traditional sort of uh, um, uh, left brain kind of uh, endeavor no I have a Greek background Ah. so uh, I was very much a part of the church Ah. I was always asking questions. I was mm-hmm. always a troublemaker. <laughs> um, we like troublemakers here. <laughs> yeah. A troublemaker in, in the church and a troublemaker at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I, remember a, I remember a film about Jesus uh, mm-hmm. that was uh, sepia-toned, and he was very handsome in that group. Uh-huh. Um, 
and I said to my Sunday school teacher, mm -hmm. he was a very handsome, I must have been five years old, <laughs> he was a very handsome guy, how come he didn't get married, you know, and she, <laughs> like, got, you know, sparted to spit almost, and mm. said, we don't talk, we don't talk about that, that was a long time ago, yeah. but you know, I always those that say he did get married. They say that he did get married and F go F to India and right. uh, had a I mean different life. The, the, the argument that I read once in a book was, after all, why would uh, his mother come to him and ask him to turn to uh, about the wine at a wedding if it wasn't his wedding? Right. <laughs> Which I thought, there oh, that's a really good point. Wow, <laughs> there are a lot of stories about him, but yeah. I was a troublemaker at home and I'm in the sure. church. So that used to get you in trouble, I'm sure, as a little kid. Yes. <laughs> Where did, did you grow up here in New York City? I grew up in Washington Heights. Oh, Washington Heights. was born oh. in Brooklyn, but we moved to Washington Heights oh, early okay. on. Okay. Yeah. So not so far from me. I grew up in the Bronx. So oh, yeah? Just a little north of Washington Heights. So at what point did you, you know, well, so had you decided to become a psychologist, like in high school, or did you know, or it just kind of fell into it? No, I started out as a textile designer, and oh, I was really? very successful at it, and I had my own business, oh. and I went around uh, with my designs. Mm-hmm. And, and my family came from a bunch of artists, so ah. I followed their path. Uh, but it wasn't enough for me, mm. you know. I didn't want to spend so much time just looking at patterns and, right. and matching colors. Now the computer can match colors in like a yeah. second. Yeah, yeah, it's a much different world. Uh, I turned to spirituality, I think, in high school mm -hmm. when the church was too narrow and my family was too narrow mm. i was always a troublemaker with that uh, but um that's when i turned gotcha but, but at what point did you decide to pursue psychology i was in high school oh so it was i went to music and art oh okay um i loved it i loved mm. the school yeah but there i turned you know i was saying uh -huh. there's more to life uh, the, than this Right. Even though it was an art, very artistic school. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the school they featured in the movie Fame. No, that's right. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. And I loved it, but um, it was uh, lonely, too, because there weren't too many people that knew about it. Mm, right, right. So, so but, but you had this successful textile business. When did you, did, did you, I mean, did you pursue both? I mean, did you, did you? Pursued so both for a while. That's okay. how I made my money with the uh -huh. textile designing. Um, uh -huh. But I moved away from that slowly uh, okay. and went so to the gradual. spirituality. So it was a gradual yeah. kind of step by step. Yeah. Was there any, like, particular incident or or anything that really happened to you that i don't know some unexplainable thing or just just some crisis that made you just say you know what um it's time for me to to you know either stop what i'm doing and just dedicate myself to it or that made you say okay yes i, I really need to go in this direction more than i have been well i was in a car accident with my husband oh. um and that pulled me in one direction uh, and I said, wait a minute, you know, why did this happen? We were all saved. Everything mm -hmm. was fine. Mm -hmm. I was carrying my infant son. Ooh. But that, uh, and he was fine. He right, right. just loved the whole thing. Right. <laughs> and But I moved away from yeah. uh, the psychology and I moved Still stayed with the psychology, but added to it uh -huh, the see. spirituality. Okay. You know, that's so I went in that direction. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, I have some questions about some of your certifications and things that you do, but we're going to take a quick break first. Okay. And of course, if anybody would like to call in and ask a question during a show, our call in number is 877 480 4120. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Bonjour, this is Dominique de Coq. Bonjour, c'est Tamara Zuboff. 
Bonjour, c'est Asania Kone. We are hosting Pardon My French New York City. Our guests come from all over the world. From Mali to New Caledonia, from Paris to Quebec. French is a common language, yet they all come from different cultures, backgrounds or countries. And their common desire is to make New York their home. Listen to them share their stories. Join us at Pardon My French New York City every Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. one from the vaults <laughs> yeah. meatloaf um oh, yeah yeah <laughs> that's an oldie but a goodie so, so joan I'm, i'm curious uh when you were studying psychology um i mean you have certificates in a bunch of different things were you always like looking for new and better methods of, of how to help people I think I was mm -hmm. and i i think the church had something to do with that also because oh, really? It was very mystical, and uh, uh, I took from the church what was mystical about it and okay. put it into psychology. Ah. Uh, so it was like that, you I know. I see. Um, when 9-11 happened, it uh, changed everything. Because uh, I was, I was studying you? a lot of different, different um, psychologies uh -huh. uh, in my work. Okay. But when 9-11 came, mm -hmm. I suddenly stopped everything. And I said, something's going on. Mm. Something is not right with yeah. the world. <laughs> and uh, that put me in another direction. Ah, you know? okay. So, so what, once you started making that questioning, what, what direction did you go in? I went in the direction of uh, looking around at people. And people were very unhappy. They're still unhappy. Mm -hmm. Um. It just got buried. You know, the mm. fear got buried. Mm. Uh, I live in on 14th Street near Union Square. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, there were people standing on little platforms telling their stories. Uh. And that was quite mind-blowing. Uh, people had different opinions and different uh -huh. feelings about it. I'm sure. My, a friend of mine saw his uh, son, who was about five at the time, with uh. a little playmate. They kept building up the Twin Towers and knocking them down again. And he was horrified. Uh. He said, what are you doing? You know, and the kid looked and he said, well, we're building the Twin Towers up and we're breaking them down so we can build them up again. He was doing what uh, Dr. Levine, who is a wonderful, wonderful therapist, talks about frozen, frozen moments. That you need to do something with those frozen moments of fear, and that's what the kids were doing. They were building up the uh, the you know the twin towers and breaking mm -hmm. them down again, mm -hmm. which showed him the father mm -hmm. that it needed to be returned to uh. itself. 
They needed huh. to do this in order to go past the fear right, that they had. Right. And that was very important for me. Mm. And um, I realized that, that, that people need to do that. They get mm. frozen in their fear, and uh, it goes underground. Right. And that they have to um, use my s- the seven steps that I s- s- talk about in the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have to use that on a daily basis. Um, in order to move away from the fear. Because we're so inundated with stuff from the radio and television, radio and movies, um, that we have to be much more active with our spirituality, Mm -hmm. much more uh, active with it, both left and right, both bad and good. I see, I see. and and I noticed you you have a number of certifications and a lot of uh, different things. Um, uh, and we're familiar here with EMDR using eye movement to help process trauma. Um, what's psychosynthesis? Oh, that's a very very important uh, certification that I got. Mm-hmm. I worked with a Dr. Richard Schaub who has a practice up upstate New mm-hmm. York. Psychosynthesis follows Jung's ideas more uh, more than Freud. Okay. Um, Jung's ideas about spirituality, Jung's ideas mm-hmm. about uh, the, the creative mind mm-hmm. uh, of man, mm-hmm. uh, where Freud talked about the terrible part of man. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about that with his mm-hmm. nephew. Have you heard, has anybody heard of Bernays? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Bernays. Not very many people have heard about him. He was a nephew of Freud's. Oh, oh, oh. Right, 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 right. Who was called the father of uh, publicity. Yes, yes, yes. I, I remember seeing this in one of these movies about how he came over after yeah. World War II and really like the father of propaganda, basically. Right, right, right. He wrote a book on propaganda. Right. Uh, I urge people to watch the documentaries. It comes in four parts. You can uh, see it on the computer. Yes. But he felt... In terms of, of psychology, in terms of what's happening now, it's still an effect. He moved people from the need to buy a car, the mm-hmm. need to watch something, mm-hmm. to the desire to watch something. Mm. So we're still dealing with that. Yeah. We still f- buy things because we desire them, we want them. Right, right. Not because we need them. Right, you like know? the latest iPhone. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And... and Lashan healing. Lashan, he's probably he's still he's still around. He's in his nineties mm. and wow. still sexy. But, <laughs> um, he's wonderful. He started the whole healing method, uh, hands on with people. Oh, hands on healing. Okay. And he wrote a book. He what's wrote several books about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very important person. You should look. He wrote a whole book on how to meditate. He wrote one of the first books on meditation, Uh, and it's still good. Ah, okay. So, so I'm guessing, I'm I'm assuming that you know, studying all these different modalities and and sort of getting all these certifications. This is over a period of time. This didn't all happen in. I'm very old. (laughs) (laughs) Seasoned, like we say, seasoned. (laughs) Seasoned. Um, So over that time, uh, were there things that happened that kind of kept egging you on in a particular direction was there were there you know incidences were there experiences you had with clients that made you say i've got to delve deeper in to help people to heal or was it more just sort of a natural progression like just one foot in front of the other Mm, nothing nothing is natural Mm. Uh, i got married i had a baby uh, that i enjoyed very much that i had a great time with Mm -hmm. um my nephew, who was going to live with us, uh, died in an automobile accident with the four of his friends. Ooh. And I said, why? Why is this happening? Mm. Why is this happening now? You mm. know, I was like eight months pregnant. Wow. And that put me in a direction. Also, I had to I say see. to myself, this terrible thing has happened and this wonderful thing is going to happen. Right. What do I make out of all of that? Uh, and I started thinking along those terms much I more see. so. I thinking see. about the good and the bad both at the same time mm-hmm. and, th- and seeing that we had to do something about it. You right. know, a right. spirituality it by itself wasn't enough. We had uh, to recognize the evil uh-huh. in the world, the craziness of the world, and right. stick with 
the blessings. Mm. Stick with what's good about mm. the world because that's just as true. Yeah, mm. yeah. What um, brought you to the point that made you decide you had to write a book? Ha-ha. Or desire <laughs> to write a book? Desire. Mm. I found that people were very scared uh, I found that people had something to say about everything mm-hmm. uh, after 9-11. Right. And um, I decided that everything that I had learned was not enough. Oh, okay. It wasn't enough. I had to deal with somatic things. I had mm-hmm. to deal with psychosynthesis. I had to deal with all of it. Mm-hmm. But I also had to say something is wrong with the world. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong with television, movies. Absolutely. And it was. Yeah. And I went to a workshop um, a week after 9-11. Stuart Swerdlow uh, was giving a lecture in in Long Island. I think you know him. Yes, yes, we've had him on the show. I fell in love with him. (laughs) Uh, I said, wow, now I know a lot more than I knew about a week ago. I know in what direction to go to. Oh, I know. That's when I first got this book from you. It's when I saw you at when he came and did his lecture with Janet at the Meta Center. That's right. Yes. She's terrific, too. Yes, she is. Oh, she's also amazing. Yeah, they're both in-depth. What about what he talked about touched you so much? That there were people in the world that were very organized, Mm. that were creating fear, causing Mm. fear in people, Mm. and that we had to fight that. Mm. And I wasn't interested in fighting so much before that. I was just interested in going in the spiritual direction. Mm. But I found out that you have to fight because there's craziness in the world and the crazy people are trying to take over. And we have to fight that. We can't just remove it. We can't just say it doesn't exist. Let's go to the wonderful stuff. You know, you have to have both. Now, you can't deal with the evil stuff by getting involved with it, by -hmm. by focusing on it. Mm -hmm. You have to know it. Mm -hmm. You have to feel it. Mm -hmm. And you have to go to the positive. Okay. Because the positive is just as as important as the negative. Right. And it gives us strength. It gives us power and strength. Right. Joseph Campbell uh, said, I don't think people are looking for meaning for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they believe that there's a meaning of life. Mm-hmm. They, they believe and they want to have life in their life, to have passion mm. in their life. Uh, yeah. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Right, right, right. But that made an impression on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made an impression on me that passion is important. Mm-hmm. That feeling good is important. Mm-hmm. Blessings are important. Mm-hmm. But you have to know about the craziness of the world. You have to know that right. uh, that exists. That's not right. just something that's to be pushed aside. Right, right. What do you think is the uh, most empowering way to be able to recognize that this craziness exists? Because it's very easy to like get depressed and overwhelmed and say, oh my God, there's so much awful stuff. How do you empower somebody to not get sucked down in, into it? That's what my book is about. My book talks about social conditioning, mm-hmm. talks about mind control, mm-hmm. talks about seven steps that you have to do on a daily basis. Meditation is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. Let, let's, we got to take a break. Okay. So why don't we go through the seven steps when we get back from okay. our break, okay? Fine. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour. In this hour, we're talking to Joan Maranakis Kaufman about high-velocity consciousness. So please stay tuned and we'll be back in just a moment. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Come, join us. 
for the 13th Annual Vigil for International Peace and Ecology on Sunday, September 21, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. A celebration of live music and dance performances, spoken word, the human peace sign, art installations, and a world peace flag ceremony that celebrates the United Nations International Day of Peace. That's Sunday, September 21, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Park, Nuremberg Bandshell by the Bethesda Fountain. For more information or volunteer, go to www.vigil4internationalpeace.org. That's the number four in the URL. Or call 212-222-5432. That's 212-222-5432. We'll see you there. Don't you know it's here? Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. So, Joan, what's so funny about peace, loving, understanding? What? Peace, loving, and understanding? Peace, love, and understanding. <laughs> what's so funny about that? Um, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's not enough. Yes. It's just not enough. Okay. Um, so, your seven steps of, of how people can go through. So, you started off, uh, you know, these are sort of seven things that we should do Seven every things day. that we should do every day. They don't have to be in succession necessarily. Okay. Meditation is one of them. Meditation, we're real big on that. And yes. uh, whatever, whatever meditation you do is, right. is okay. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It can no, be simple. No, it can be very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I do the best work I, in, the, in the shower in the morning. Right, right. Um, Meditation is one. Somatic experience is another. Know how you're feeling, how your body is feeling, Mm. what your body is saying. When you walk into a workshop, how did you walk into it to begin with? And how did you feel afterwards? How does your body feel? Very important. How emotions and moods uh, run your day. Uh, whether that's from movies or television or mm-hmm. computer or whatever. Or interactions with or other Or interaction people. with other people. Right. Uh, so emotions and moods are very important for us mm-hmm. to know what we're feeling, when we're feeling it, and mm-hmm. what causes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, personalities, which is connected to psychosynthesis and Jung, and, mm-hmm. um, has to do with the different parts of us that we become uh, during the day. So there's like different archetypes that we embody? Different archetypes that we embody, Mm -hmm. um, different ways in which we talk to people. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing to do is, is for one day, look at everybody and think of them as babies. Mm. You know, what are they like as a baby? Uh, Mm. Were they curious about life? Were they lethargic? Um, You can become a baby (laughs) yourself. Mm for one day and see what that's like. Mm. How are you with your pet, you know? Mm-hmm. Are you older, younger, the mm. same age? So personalities is very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to go beyond personalities, how to mm. know what you're doing mm. uh, and go beyond it. Right. Um, external stuff. Uh-huh. What affects you externally when you go somewhere what kind of things impact upon you mm. that you have to deal with or don't deal with or mm. just become a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's very important. Accessing the higher dimensions, that has to do with meditation, but it doesn't have to. Okay. It can go, go with other things. It mm-hmm. can be a meditation that's a walking meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be sitting quietly and looking at what your higher self is saying mm. and Notice, notice that there is a higher self that mm-hmm. is operating all the time. Right, right. Did I cover everything? I don't. I don't know. I think that's seven. That I seven? think that's seven. Um, uh, 
so uh, although you're very trained in, in, in psychology and all these different healing methods, have you studied under any spiritual teachers? I mean, it is obvious that there's Love a lot of them. spiritual spirituality infused throughout all your... Pirvalayat Khan is the first, uh, first name that comes to mind. Uh, I don't know if you know of him. Yeah. His father was a musician. Um, uh-huh. Pirvalayat was, he's no longer with us. Uh-huh. He was a very lovely, gentle, kind man. Mm. And uh, I learned a lot from him. Music was always very important to mm. me. Um, I studied a lot with Jean Houston. Oh, Jean, sure. We've had her on the show. Yeah? yeah. You had her? Yeah. She's terrific. Yeah. Uh, she's, a, she's a good friend. I hadn't seen her in a long time. Actually, Selena studied under Jean oh, yeah? as well. Yeah. I studied with Jean for a long, long time. Uh, used to go up, uh, you know, up to upstate New York. Yeah. She doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. She and Joseph Campbell used to give workshops together. Oh, that Talk must have been about something to see. Something yeah. to see. Gene talked about the playfulness mm-hmm. uh, that you can get creative, you can get spiritual through play. Mm. And she had us do many things that other people weren't doing at the time, right. like 30 years ago. Right. Joseph Campbell showed, uh, was very much connected to Jung, mm. and he showed us uh, slides on Jung and mm-hmm. had us talk about spirituality in a very practical way, right. which yeah. I liked very much. Yeah. And um, and you also talk a lot in your book around, um, you know, sort of the societal mind and and sort of this this global conditioning, I guess we can call it. So when we're kind of going through things, right, we're being influenced by the group thought in a sense. So how does somebody stay present to, you know, w- and, and recognize what's them and what's not them? That's a good question. I tell people to go to the bathroom and close mm-hmm. all the lights. Don't go in the shower. Mm-hmm. Put the shower on and listen to the water and mm-hmm. close the door and just be in the dark. Oh. And focus on one thing. Focus on the sound of the water mm-hmm. and meditate. Do whatever you want, but um, you focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. It's getting away from the computer, getting away from all technological interruptions mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. That's one way you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the seven steps that I talk about in the book is another way. Mm-hmm. You have to do that like on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be long. The mm-hmm. whole thing could take 20 minutes, you know. Right. But it's important to do, to get away from the technology, right. even though I think technology is great. Right, and, and it's also helpful in, in spreading good ideas yeah. And, yeah. and consciousness and all kinds of stuff. I mean, this radio station is, is, exists because of technology. That's right. So it's very yeah. important and very... Right. Um, things are not just changing, but they're changing much more rapidly than they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Is that causing, in, in your experience of working with the clientele that you've worked with, is that causing additional stress um, to people? Is that something, or is it just like an evolution that we're evolving as a species so we can handle more change more quickly? Wow, that's a great question. I think if you live in New Thank York... You. Uh, no, that is a great question. I, mean, I never, you. I thought about it before. Mm-hmm. I think living in New York, right. speed is thought of very highly. Right. You know, yes. we're speeding along here and there. Um, I think speed does several things. It stops you from from looking at the higher dimensions. Okay. It stops you from looking at what you're focusing on. Mm. Um, it makes it easier. Uh, to flit around from one place to another mm. and feel important. Ah, okay. Speed makes us feel important, especially mm-hmm. if you live in New York. Right. Yeah. Is, it a, is it part of the evolution of consciousness in technology? I think it has to be. Mm. I'm sure they had the same kind of questions when cars came around, you right. know, taking, taking place of the horses. Horses. The horses. Um, they stopped... They stopped the uh, the human labor. Uh, robots nowadays yes. are stopping human labor. Right. They're making it easy for people not to work. Right. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I think yeah. it's crazy, and I think we have to answer a lot of questions about it. Right. 
So one of the chapters in your book is labeled high velocity consciousness. What do yeah. you mean by that? Ha ha ha. Since we're speeding along. Yes. High velocity consciousness means putting your mind on higher thoughts. Mm. Um, using the speed and technology and velocity of technology mm-hmm. with your brain. In other words, if you do the seven steps on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. your mind gets used to thinking in a different way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your body gets used to different things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important. I think that... um, What was the question? What is high-velocity consciousness? Okay. (laughs) High-velocity consciousness is is putting your mind and attention on the higher... uh, higher parts of your brain mm-hmm. meditation what mm-hmm. is the body doing what what are you feeling about mm-hmm. people what is the external world trying to tell you do you mm-hmm. succumb to it mm-hmm. or do you fight it mm-hmm. you know uh, that's high velocity consciousness it's taking from technology the speed of technology mm-hmm. and use it and using it for our brain mm-hmm. uh, because we don't do that Mm. We we work much slow, more slowly with the brain. Mm. So I want people to work on a higher level, on a higher level, okay. with high velocity consciousness to mm-hmm. have a consciousness that is meaningful. You know, right? Meaningful and, and relevant to what's meaningful going on and, and relevant to right. yourself right. and what's going on around you. Right, right. And I say that because we have to fight the craziness of the world. Mm. It wasn't maybe so true uh, 60, 70 years ago. Mm. Things were going at a much slower pace. It's fast now. Yes, it is. It is. What do you hope people are going to get from reading your book? (coughs) How do you you hope it will affect them? What I write in the book is nothing new. Mm-hmm. is not some of it is new but most mm-hmm. of it is not new mm-hmm. meditation uh, the, the the somatic sure. stuff um i hope that people find the way to use that in in away from themselves mm-hmm. to look at the world in a different way to recognize mm-hmm. that you have to have an active spirituality these days mm-hmm. Sitting on top of a mountain passively is good for some people, but not for everybody. Um, You have to take action. Um, You choose something in the world that bothers you and take action with it. Um, Like they just just decided, I didn't hear about this at all Mm -hmm. until a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. Um, that communities, and women did it more than men, got together and decided that communities can ban fracking from their communities. Ah. They can do that. Ah, wonderful. Um, in, in writing this book, just very quickly before we go to break, were there any big surprises that came up for you in the process of writing this book that made you, gave you an aha moment or, or just, just surprised you? Wow. Do you want me to answer that now? Yeah, just real quick. Bernays is one. Ah, that was and finding out about his finding legacy. about uh, his influence. When I was ah. growing up, between Jung and Freud, I sort of ignored Freud. I thought he was a brilliant man, ah. but I went towards Jung more. Right. I didn't right. know why. Uh-huh. Now I know why. Why? Because his his nephew used his ideas for for the Freud's nephew used his ideas yeah, for the used his ideas uh, for society had terrible ideas about, they thought people were stupid, you know, mm, yeah, like and that. used his propaganda techniques for right. controlling them. Whereas Jung? Whereas Jung was more involved with uh, the higher velocity consciousness. Yes, uh-huh. He was more involved with the, the higher ups of, of he, though he was young. Yeah. He was, he was young in his um, ideas as well. Right. But he went more towards the spiritual than Freud did. Right. Okay, so on that note, we'll go out to break. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll let you all know uh, where you can find Joan's book and uh, some final words and some final uh, questions. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network. 
Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Don't you know, we're talking about a revolution sounds. Don't you know we're talking about a revolution? It sounds like a whisper. While they're standing in the welfare lines, crying at the doorsteps of those armies of salvation, wasting time in the unemployment lines, sitting around waiting for a promotion. Don't you know we're talking about? So are we talking about a revolution in consciousness, Joan? Oh, yes. Yeah. It is definitely a revolution. Yeah. I think Orwell said that uh, to begin with. Oh, really? Is Orwell? He said, um, in the time of, well, uh, paraphrase, in the time of change, any, any true thought is a revolutionary thought. Ah. And he said that a long time ago. Yeah, he said that a long time yeah, ago. But it still fits. Absolutely. So... With all that you've learned and experienced and you know, are you hopeful for the future? Ha! Or not? I'm always hopeful. Okay. Um, I think that was, that's what makes me a good therapist. Um, ah. Good person, a good wife, a good whatever you want. <laughs> um, I'm always hopeful. Uh-huh. And I hope people can maintain their hopefulness Mm -hmm. can find it because we all have it Mm -hmm. but it's buried under a lot of the craziness of the Mm -hmm. world um that's what i hope people can find out with my book that there's a way of tapping into the higher consciousness with the speed of technology and uh not to ignore the the craziness in the world right right well uh, these days, it's relatively hard to ignore because the mainstream media is just, it's, it's pounding right. you over the head with it. But at the same time, there's also this flowering of consciousness of, of oh, various yeah. movements around the world. Um, and it's easy sometimes to not know about this flowering of consciousness because it, you don't find it in the mainstream media. And when I talk to a lot of people who read the New York Times every day and watch mm-hmm. the news and are up on all of the latest horrible things, uh, they and I talk to them about you know being optimistic about the future, and they're like, what are you kidding me? You don't know what's going on in the world. And, and it's, sometimes it's a bit challenging talking to people when they're so unaware of the good stuff going on as well. They don't want to listen to you because too much bad stuff is going on. Right, But there's so much good stuff going on too. So many people are like David Icke in England who is having Mm -hmm. a lot of trouble. Um, He's a very positive man. I I met him several times. Oh, did you? And uh, have gone to his, when he was here a lot. Now Mm. he's not. Yeah. Um, But he's very positive. 
and he's had terrible things happen to him. Yeah, yeah. And David Wilcox also. And Wilcox also. Yeah. And there are, there are several, Greg Braden. I mean, there, there are several yeah. amazing teachers. And, and even... Greg Braden, yeah. Yeah. And, and Deepak Chopra, actually. Um, you know, he, he started using his sort of fame and celebrity now to do world peace meditation. Um, which I know was, I, I unfortunately, I think I was working at the time, but I, I had some friends who were like sort of tuned in and it was, you know, like an hour when like he was having people from around the world meditate on peace all at the same time. I think he's, he's been very influential and I think yeah. he's changed also over the years because yes. he's been around a long time. Yes, he has. Yeah. And he, he also, cause he started off as a traditional medical doctor. Right. Um, and now he's really become like the symbol of of uh, high velocity consciousness. Would right. You say? Right. Yeah. Um, what kind of feedback have you gotten on the book from people so far? Very good feedback, but yeah. there's good people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you recently did something at the Namaste uh, bookstore. You had yes, uh, I'm going to have several workshops on the book. Right. Uh, on the seven steps. Okay. Uh, the first one is next week, next Wednesday night. Uh, what date is that? Um, September, mm. September tenth. September tenth. I think it's on a Wednesday night from right. just two hours, six thirty okay. to eight thirty. Twenty dollars admission. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll do some experiential work. Oh, wonderful! And and you just did one this week, this past week. How, yeah, how I had was a, that? It was great. Yeah. was clients and friends who hadn't seen each other in a long, long time. But mm-hmm. it, was, it was lots of fun. And, and, but, I mean, you're focusing on doing the work of the book. And, oh, yeah. And, this. And, and so how did people, what were their experiences like when you took them through the seven steps and, you know, worked with them well, as a group? Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't do that oh, last okay. night. Uh, what and did you do I haven't that? done that yet ah, because okay. the seven steps are quite involved mm. um but i will do that uh for the next four weeks at I namaste see. uh wonderful i'll wonderful. do workshops on that and and if people want to find out about that where can they go to find out about that um i'll give them my website address okay which uh, is www.highvelocityconsciousness.com uh-huh. okay and and they can i'm assuming purchase the book there as well uh, they can find out how to purchase the book there. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is the book available in any, um, like, is it on Amazon or any of the... It's on Amazon, okay. yeah. Can be uh, can be ordered through Amazon. Wonderful, wonderful. And and if people just want to find out more about you and your practice and, and work with you, uh, do you have a, another website that's just yours? Or no, no, they can look at my website. At uh, highvelocityconsciousness.com. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. So now that the book has come out and, and you're starting to do workshops on it, what's next for, for Joan Maranakis Kaufman? <laughs> Can I sing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been away from music for a long, long time. Ah. And uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm mm-hmm. not kidding, really. <laughs> no. Music is very important to me. Absolutely. I think music is important for everybody. Right, wonderful. If you like, can lie down on the floor and just listen to music. I think uh, that's great. Uh, that's okay. a meditation. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show thank today, you. Joan. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. All right, wonderful. We look forward to hearing about more wonderful things coming from you in the future. Yes, sir. All right. So um, also just uh, wanted to let our audience know, and in, in addition to, to Joan's events at Namaste, we have a couple of events uh, we just put in our newsletter uh, coming up uh, here at the Double Diamond Wellness Center. Um, uh, two people who you should be familiar with who have been on our show. Uh, Sandra Saradesi, who, who I interviewed uh, last summer, and, and actually she'll be back. Uh, this month, we'll have her back on the show. Uh, she's doing a, uh, a presentation on uh, Belvaspada, which is the, the um, practice that she's trained in called healing of the heart, and it means healing of the heart. And so we're going to do sort of a group healing and meditation here at the Double Diamond Wellness Center on Wednesday, September 24th uh, from 6.45 to 9 p.m., and it's uh, going to be an overview of this uh, sacred angelic healing modality, um, a meditation with uh, imagery and music, um, and there'll be a 45-minute group healing session. And it's only
only $20, uh, you know, we try and keep things reasonably priced here, and you can uh, register for it um, on our meetup group, which is uh, www.meetup.com slash New Earth Society. Um, so please RSVP because we do have limited seating here. Um, it'll be it's quite fascinating. Actually, after uh, Sandra was on my show last year, um, I had a session with her, and it was actually quite a powerful, energetic modality. So uh, since she's coming back down from Canada, I thought we'd help to promote her. And uh, I just wanted to mention again that, yes, our friend of the show, Selena Matreya, with her practical spirituality tips of the week is going to be doing an evening of grace she actually did one of these at namaste about a month or so ago it was packed um they're really a wonderful evening this is something that spirit has told her to do um and that she does free of charge and that'll be october 1st another wednesday night from six forty-five to 9 p.m and uh, we'll go through all about what is grace, the importance of grace, and, and how um, you can have more grace in your life. And she talked today about um, Tahorahi, and we'll do a meditation on Tahorahi. So um, uh, I hope you'll join us. You can register for that as well on uh, the New Earth Society on meetup.com. Um, haven't yet posted it to the Double Diamond Wellness website, but I will be posting it there as well. And, and uh I forget, did I post it on Talking Alternative? Probably not. But again, with we'll have more events coming up. So um, go to our Talking Alternative website and sign up for our newsletter so you can stay on top of all this stuff. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Take care. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Come, join us for the 13th Annual Vigil for International Peace and Ecology on Sunday, September 21, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. A celebration of live music and dance performances, spoken word, the human peace sign, art installations, and a world peace flag ceremony that celebrates the United Nations International Day of Peace. That's Sunday, September 21, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Park, Nuremberg Bandshell, by the Bethesda Fountain. For more information or volunteer, go to www.vigil4internationalpeace.org. That's the number four in the URL. Or call 212-222-5432. That's 212-222-5432. We'll see you there. Don't you know it's here? now is the key. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web 
at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. TalkingAlternative.com 